Welcome to From the Deep. I am Mike the Finder, and with me, as always, is my buddy Mimsy Park. Not, not anymore. Oh. Not anymore. Right, 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 right. I had to make a change. I had to make a change because Park sounds like I'm going out into the world, and as we all know, I'm an introverted homebody. Well, aren't we all now that COVID is a thing and flip the world on its head we are and it's 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 one of my favorite things on the planet because everybody around me is going i want to go outside and i'm going don't make me go outside (laughs) i i have to say uh before we kick it into that i i would like to keep the covid talk to an absolute minimum absolutely everyone's sick of hearing about it i'm sick of talking about it yeah i i have listened to probably 300 podcasts in the last two weeks and all I, all of them are COVID, 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 COVID all the time. And so I just, I, I, I don't want to talk about that. But tell us why we're no longer calling you Mimsy Park. Because it just doesn't make sense. I, I put out a short video, so you can go check that out. And I'll it kind of goes... link that in, down in the description. Yeah, it, 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 it kind of goes into it. But the, the short story is I spent... I called you maybe half a dozen times going, what about this one? What about this one? Because I'm riddled in insecurities and I want to make sure that what I put out into the world (laughs) is worth putting out into the world. Right. And so I wanted to come up with something that was still like vague because I still want I'm going to go out and do vlogs eventually and, and stuff like that. But I just wanted something that was still... This is what I'm doing, because we've talked about it before. The channel is not vlogs or movie reviews. It's just what I'm doing. And we've talked about my opinions on vlogging. Vlogging is whatever you're doing, whatever you're into. So you can kind of still lump it into that. But I wanted something that wasn't so out in the world. And I feel like Book of Brett really does that. Um, It doesn't, unfortunately for me, I don't think it rolls off the tongue as well as Mimsy Park does, but it makes more sense. Yeah, I I think you're right. Uh, So your new name is Book of Brett. So from here on out, we will be referring to you as Book of Brett instead of Mimsy Park. That's the thing, though, is I also wanted something that had my name in it. That's because it makes thing. more sense. Yeah, I think it's a good thing to have your first name in the title, so that way people right. know who you are. Right. Maybe I'll just make it a mononym. Maybe I'll just go be like Cher and just go by Brett someday, and you'll just go on my channel and it'll just say Brett. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you're right. You did call me probably 300 times, and I definitely think yep. Book of Brett is the best one that was thrown out there. Um, and I think you're right. It does make the most sense. Like, especially if you don't want to be like, I know you do a lot of movie reviews and, and your channel is 98% you talking about movies. Yeah. But if in the long run you want to do anything else, I think book of Brett sort of works for that. It's, right. it reminds me of the Tim tracker. Like that's kind of what it reminds me of because I had his name playing through my head yes, the whole time I was like, doing it. I've heard him say the Tim Tracker, that's obviously not his last name. It's that channel is tracking Tim, so it's like the Tim Tracker. That's right. what that channel is. And Book of Bread, I feel like it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, it, it kind of implies more of like a journal and just like yeah. what I'm into at the moment. And, you know, like I said, it's always positive. Luckily, I'm still at that point where like I'm, I'm gaining followers I'm up to like 161 as of today. Nice. That's, and that's, we'll get into that here in just a bit. Yeah, and and I feel like it's still there's I'm still at that point where I could switch it up a little bit, but even if I did, I could change it to like Brett's book or something like that. Like mm-hmm. it gives more 
It's just I've still got room to grow and room to work with things, and so. But I really do. The more I thought about it, the more I really do think. I don't have to introduce it as Book of Bread all the time. And that's the other thing is it doesn't have to roll off the tongue properly. It just has to be a channel name. I'll probably go to just introducing myself as Brett from here that's, on out. But that's it's, what I was about to say. Just. Just say, hey, welcome to the channel. My name's Brett, and today we're going to be reviewing blah 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 or something exactly. like that. Exactly. So it's, and that's really how I was looking at it because, you know, with Mimsy Park, it's always like, welcome back to Mimsy Park. Well, it's like, okay, well, that's fine. The channel or show is Mimsy Park. Who the hell are you? Like, and this is much easier as it, I can just leave it as now, you know what my name is, you know, the channel name, and it's something I really don't even have to address now. Yeah. Uh, it's going to require me to remake all of our podcast artwork, um, which is oh, I didn't think about a bit that. of a downer. I will get around to that. I do not know I don't when. Think, I wouldn't even, I honestly, I wouldn't even worry about it. I mean, if well, it were no, me, I, I wouldn't even I'm worry like, about the it. The audio side of things, it says with Mike the Finder and Mimsy Park, so I'll have to change that. Um, and and there's a few things here and there, but like, do you have a, do you have a logo yet or no? <clears throat> like, because I, I remember keep like the channel profile with the my head, my face in the. In no, I meant like thing. a like a logo with your name. Like, like I have that that logo that says Mike the Finder. It's in a specific font, and like, oh, and all no, that. Kind of, I haven't no. gotten around. Okay. I, I I've honestly I've been slammed with editing. That's fair. And so I haven't really had the time to do that. This took long enough and enough time and effort that that's. That's where I'm going to start, and then we'll move on to the fine, the finer details of the channel. That's fair. Well, before we get into this podcast, let's do a little bit of housekeeping here. Um, like I say at the beginning of every single podcast, if you were only listening to us on Spotify or iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts, make sure you go check out the video version of this podcast on YouTube. It's on my channel, Mike the Finder. There's an entire playlist on the front of my page with every single podcast we've done so far. I can't remember. I think we're on episode 15 or 16 or something at this point. We've been, something like that, we've been doing yeah. it for a while. Um, they have gone through various changes throughout the lifespan of this podcast so far, and they will go through more, I'm sure, in the future. But I've... Hang on, Sorry. hang on. Let me go through my spiel here and then we'll talk about yeah. it. Um, so just make sure if you're only listening to this, go check out the video version of this podcast. And if you're watching this on my YouTube page, make sure you check out the audio only version of this podcast. If you're on the go, want to listen to this in the car, whatever else, we try to do both at the same time to sort of make sure we're kind of all over the place and make sure you can listen or watch this wherever you would like to. So um, infecting your lives as much as possible. It has been almost a month since the last time we did one of these episodes. And it is not in the last, I don't know, three or four months. We've been trying to do them on a pretty regular basis. But both of us has been going through a lot in the last month or so. I'm going through changes. <laughs> and um, I thought we would take this episode... To kind of talk about this, you know, you've changed your name. You've been, we'll, we'll talk about all that in a second, but there's been a lot of changes for both of us in the mm -hmm. last month or so. And so today's episode is not going to be focused on one movie. And in the future, you and I have talked about this a little bit. Um, we will be still doing one major movie review every podcast, or at least mm -hmm. close to every podcast. Um, but the first half of these is going to be more of a hangout and a regular podcast without, 
anything, you know, we were doing like recent watches and like right. every, it was all super hyper-focused on, on movies all the time. We will still be doing one major review just about every podcast, but um, the first half of these is going to start being just kind of anything else. So, which I we think got stuff going on. Yeah. And, and with my recent changes, I think that's just going to sort of work in both of our favors. Like I, like we were saying earlier, your channel is 98% you talking about movies. Right. I have recently moved away from that just a little bit and, and kind of shifted. And so I think this is going to work for both of us, but because it goes on my channel, um, because it also goes into a playlist on your channel, which we don't ever talk about, actually, now that I bring that up. You also have a playlist on the front of your channel with yep. every single one of these podcasts, so you can also check that out there. Um, but I just thought we would take this episode to kind of catch up, because there's been a lot of crazy changes in the last month since the last time yeah. we did one of these. Yeah, yeah, there have been, uh, which I think is a good thing, though. I mean, if it's not if it's not evolving, it's not changing. I think it's indicative of one of two things. It's several things, but mostly one of two things, which is a either not caring, or b not uh <laughs> not not evolving. And I feel like if you're not changing, if it's not getting better, if it's not improving in one way or the other, whether it be a name change, a content correction like not a full change but just kind of an evolution of the content i feel like if that's not going on it's just stagnant and boring yeah now if you're if you're at a point excuse me if you're at a point where you know you're huge and something's working on like a six figure subs kind of level did yeah just keep going on that trajectory but i feel like we're still at that point Very more so, so me th more so me than you at this point <laughs> mister i'm almost at a thousand subscribers <laughs> i feel like if you're at a point where it's still new it's still fresh and you still have room to evolve and grow every opportunity should be taken to do that 100% and me almost hitting a thousand is something i want to talk about today um cuz that that goes that feeds back into why i have sort of shifted uh, I won't say away from movies, but because I do still plan on doing that stuff in the future, it probably just won't be as regular. But um, I do want to talk about all that stuff today. But before we get into any of that, um, let's talk about the changes as far as the podcast goes. Because this, for me, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, this is probably going to be the last podcast you see in this apartment um, I put a video out a few days ago. I think you watched it, didn't you? Um, I did. The one I shot I on my phone. Yep. Um, it's like less than four minutes. I will link that down in the description if you want to watch that. Um, I announced that I will be moving to Florida. And this is something I have been trying to do since you moved out of the house that we both lived in a year and a half ago, almost Two years ago, it was I think, two years at this point. in June. Yeah, oh, it was two years in June. COVID just everyone just lost a year. I, I said we, I didn't want to talk about it, but everybody just lost a year. I mean, you can't not talk about it. It's <laughs> like the house catching on fire and still doing a podcast in the same house. You got to address the elephant in the room, and it's I mean, yeah, it's like every, everybody did lose a well. Some of us lost a year. I, I have not been. You, 
as miserable as yeah my- you've made gigantic strides in the last year which is super <laughs> I, cool I, I used COVID to go, nope, never restaurant again. Never. Right. Because I don't know what we ever talked about. I spent 11 years working in restaurants. 11 yeah. years working in restaurants and also hustling on the video side of everything and the photography. And COVID was when I was finally like, nope, opportunity. It's that whole crisis in an opportunity mentality. So, yeah. Yeah. But it's, um, like I said, it's impossible not to address it at least a little bit. Well, and that... That's why I have been in this apartment, to be honest, because like right. I signed a year lease on this apartment at the end of this month. It'll be a year. And so when the lease was coming up on this place, I, I, I and, you know, some of the cases are falling a little bit. So I just felt like right. now was the right time. If I right. was going to do it now, I, I have to do it now. And so I took a trip down to Florida and I've been gone for two weeks and that is one of the main reasons we haven't done a podcast in a month. Um, be, beyond that, you are super busy with work, like we uh-huh. just talked about. He has taken this opportunity over the last year to sort of transition from restaurants into being a full-time camera guy. And, uh-huh. um, and so... An editor. An editor and, <laughs> and all of that stuff that goes into it. I mean, we have... We have both made gigantic changes in the last year. You more so than I, but I want to talk about I want to talk about the move to Florida a little bit, what this means. Um, and then I don't know if you want to talk about what your future plans are, um, because I don't know. I, is that something I can cut this? Is that oh, something? Absolutely. Is that yeah, something no, you want to absolutely. talk about in the future? Okay. Um, so we'll also go into that. So the main reason I'm moving to Florida, I, I should feel. I should say it's um, like I said, I've been working toward it for a while, but this has been the plan for two years. And the main reason was because I was doing adventure vlogs and I had felt while I was doing Mike the finder episodes, which is what I refer to as my quote travel show. um, I had felt for a long time that being in Colorado was sort of holding me back from making regular videos, not only because of the weather, because that's a huge part of it, um, being locked down and, and in snow all the time, regardless of actual lockdown. Right. I mean, I've, right. I even heard you bring this up in your name change video being in Colorado in the middle of winter. You can't really go that many places and do no, a lot you of really vlogs. can't. You really can't. And not, not, not only that, there is a, don't get me wrong. I love Colorado. I do too. Um, I, I really should make do. that perfectly clear. I do actually um, love Colorado. I've got my issues with aspects of it, but that's the same as it's going to be anywhere yeah. in the world. No place is go. perfect. Uh, I've, I've been to a lot of different places in this country. And if I've learned anything, it's that there is always something to find fault in. Well, and they're all at this if point. If you're looking for it. Yeah. If you're looking for everything's it. kind of the same too, as far as businesses and everything else. It's yeah, just sort exactly. of, well, it's just kind of the environment that changes. Exactly. And so, but the thing about Colorado is from a vlogging perspective, uh, from a, an adventure vlogging perspective, there isn't enough here. That's just, that, that's yeah. just, that is just the hard, honest truth. I agree. There is not enough going on here in Colorado from that perspective. Don't get me wrong. There is a ton of stuff to right. do. Right. If I was a hiking Colorado. channel, 
then right. it would be completely different. If right. all I did was go out into the wild and and just shoot myself like surviving in the woods for a week or or hiking every single day or whatever else, that would be a completely different story. If right. I was super into um if I was super into the snow and snowboarding and and my channel revolved around snowboarding or skiing or any of that stuff, this is the place to be. 100%. Yep. But Absolutely. because my thing is roadside attractions and museums and theme parks and stuff like that. That's that's the stuff I love to do, and it is what I, it's what I founded Mike the Finder as. Like, yeah, Mike the Finder started as an adventure vlog channel. It has gone through massive changes since I started it just over two years ago. Um, but at the heart of everything, I have always felt like this is an adventure vlog channel. And you're right. There's just not enough here. There right. are some theme parks and there's museums. I've done, I've done quite a bit of stuff here. I've had some major successes with some of those videos. Um, and that cannot be argued. But especially when we're talking about weather, man, when you're locked inside because of the weather and I can't go do what I want to do because of the weather – what, seven months out of the year, it makes it really, really difficult to sustain an adventure vlog channel in Colorado. Well, I think it's a combination of a couple different factors, too. It's not just a matter of, is there enough to do here? Is there stuff to do here? Is there enough to do here in the, con in the context of growing your channel? Because yeah. you have to really take that into consideration. You have to take into consideration how is the channel going to grow? What content is going to make the channel grow? And if it's not going to make it grow, and that's your goal to make it grow to the point where it is a sustainable option for you in, a, in the grand scheme of things, if that's not working... Then you go somewhere else. You find where it does work. It's just like any... If I wanted to be a freaking ballerina, I'm not going to do that in Denver. I'm going to pick up. I'm going to go to New York. If I want to be an actor, I'm going to go out to Hollywood. If I want to do the music thing, I'm going to go out to LA. I'm going to go to Atlanta. I'm going right. to go to Houston. I'm going to go to the areas. You have to go where the work is. And that's really yeah. the bottom line. And you really have to find that middle ground of passion and work because everybody talks about oh i want to do this for a living i want to do this for a living but i don't want to work i don't want to feel like i'm working well take it from someone who found the job they wanted to find which was operating cameras and editing for a living it always feels like work it yeah. always feels like work and so you have to find that middle ground of okay I need it needs it's gonna feel like work, but it needs to be passionate. And when you find that middle ground, at that point, it's just a matter of finding a geographical location. Well, I and this leads into the video I'm working on right now that I'm editing. I was I, I was working on it last night, and as I was making it till 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 when <clears throat> till about five a.m. <laughs> After how long of driving? I was in the car for twelve and a half hours. And I got home. <laughs> that sounds awful. That sounds and terrible. I should say, just to brag, a humble brag a little bit here, I got from Florida to Colorado in two days. Two days in the car. Um, which, I was driving the speed limit. Everything was legal. I just put in the time is really all it was. Um, but regardless, I was in the car for 12 and a half hours yesterday. And when I got home... Um, 
I was transferring footage from from my travel hard drives onto my actual editing hard drive. And I was just flipping through some of the footage and I was just like, it reminded me of like, oh, I haven't made a travel video like this in well over a year. And it feels good, doesn't it? It does feel super good. And it reminded me of like, that's right. This doesn't feel like work because this is the thing that I'm passionate about. Right. Doing movie reviews, I love talking about movies and it's super fun, but it is work to edit those things. And and it's because it's, it's just a work. talking head video thing. For me, for me personally, it is. Right. I have to force myself to sit down and edit a movie review. When I got home after being in the car for 12 and a half hours and I started flipping through this travel video that I made uh, or I'm working on currently, um, it... I wanted to sit down and make it because I feel like it's a more creative process. It's more me flexing my editing muscle rather than it's not me a just systematic. Right. It, it, it editing talking head stuff. Excuse me. Editing talking head stuff is just cutting out spaces and flubs and and mispronouncing things and and that kind of flubs. thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I that, love that. I'm I'm stealing that. That's I'm using that. <laughs> but that's that's what editing a talking head video is. Editing a travel video is me taking B-roll and the vlog footage and music and editing all of this into this thing. And by the way, the video I'm working on now is one of if not the best videos I've ever made just because I'm so much more capable with a camera now mm-hmm. and and I haven't done one in so long that I really just went after it. It's the user, not the gear. It's yeah. the user. This is not something the you gear. you and I have been talking about that a lot recently. I don't want to go heavy into this because most to. of our audience is not I, I do, correct me if I'm wrong, anyone, please. But most of our audience is not uh, gearheads and camera guys and and right. and creators and stuff like that. So I don't want to go super into it, but you're right. It's it's about me being a more capable camera person more than it is the camera that I'm using because I shot a lot of the same stuff. I've been using the same camera for two years now, and I'm much more capable with it than I was two years ago. So mm-hmm. it just go. It, that's really what it comes down to. Do you not think that maybe, because I mean, it's not, it, you've always known how to use a camera. You've been using a camera since the days of when we were skateboarding. Yeah, so I've, like I've been using familiar. video cameras and stuff since my first video camera that I got was a JVC Handycam um, <laughs> when I was 13. DV tapes. Like, yeah. Uh, oh no, 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 no. It was a high eight. It was before DV tapes. Oh my God. Yeah, it was a high, they were high. I've got a stack of high eight tapes that I still have yet to be able to transfer that's on my list of stuff to do because I've got so much footage from when we were like 14 on this yeah. stack of high eight tapes that I've got to get transferred before that stuff falls apart. But no, I've been using cameras for a long time. But anyway, go. You were. I've been using cameras. I interrupted you. I shouldn't interrupted you. No, no, you're good. You're good. There, you, there you go. Talking over me again. But yeah. It's fine. Um, no, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But no, it's um, it really is. I really feel like one. And without getting too much into it, I really do feel like getting more familiar with the gear you're working with, and really understanding the gear itself, and not the specific camera, not the R, not the R5, not the A7S3, yeah. but understanding how cameras work. 
I almost feel like it's this subconscious transformation that really lets you see past what the camera is doing on a mechanical level, ISO, noise, all that stuff, and really lets you focus more on the creativity aspect of it. Yeah, I go, agree with that. Go. You can go watch. I, I what was I watching? I was watching. I just recently watched. Without getting into movies too much, I just recently recently watched There Will Be Blood with Daniel Day Lewis. Okay. Um, quite possibly one of the best movies I have ever watched. Like, period. One of the best movies I've ever. I don't seen. think I've seen it. There are scenes where you get this like high amount of a uh, 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 film noise. And I really feel like it's one of those things that once you really, it's one of those things that you notice. And when you notice it in more professional settings, um, it's, uh, it's something you realize isn't as big of an issue. And I feel like once you look past the drawbacks of video in general, noise being one of them, noise is something that drives us all crazy. The thing that drives people the craziest with cameras is noise and rolling shutter. People spend thousands of dollars on lenses and bodies just to avoid as much noise as yes. possible. Yes, they do. <laughs> uh, the thing is... We live in a day and age where it's not as big of an issue. I've spent two years trying to get you to use the Neat Video plugin, which you haven't done yet. No, uh, not yet. But but the, it, it's it, it, all ser in all seriousness, though, it's things like that that it's going to add to the post side of things. But I really feel like once you kind of put aside the gear obsession, once you put aside the faults in the things that you're getting or the faults in the gear that you have and you really focus on the creativity that's when you really get to enjoy it and that's when you really get to focus on the things that matter which is story yeah well story is king i've said it for years now well so this is the biggest thing um i have been rusty if you, if anybody that is watching watched my red rocks open space video um, that video, I was rusty. I have not vlogged. I remember the phone call after you got done shooting it. I, man, not only that, the lens I shot that on, I wanted to, I, I shot every Vlogtober vlog from last year on that lens. And I did not Which have. Which lens was it? Uh, it's the, here, I've got it right here. It's the, uh, 10 to 18 EFS lens. It's a 4.5 to 5.6 not a great lens. The EFS reason is like the mad cats of Canon yeah, lenses. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know how many people are going to get that reference, but that was good. Um, this, I, the reason I carry this around is because the R has a crop in 4K. And mm -hmm. when you put an EFS lens on the EOS R, it counteracts that crop, essentially. Right, um, right. And it, and it just turns it into an APS-C sensor. Um, I feel like a better a camera, way of putting rather. it is it matches. Right, right. Just it, for, people, for people who aren't familiar with compensation on focal length, it matches. So it basically turns it into a crop sensor camera, and that's the reason I carry that lens around. The other reason I carry it around is because it's the widest angle lens that I own. Um, and when it comes to vlogging, the wider, the better generally there are mm -hmm. some drawbacks and stuff like that when especially mm -hmm. when you're talking about uh, it it doesn't matter when Being followed when you're talking when you're talking about <laughs> when you're talking about vlogging the wider the better generally speaking right. and yes. so this is the widest lens i have and when i went to red rock open space 
I tried to shoot everything on that lens because I shot everything in Vlogtober with that lens and I had zero issues with it. Well, in Vlogtober, I was doing a lot more locked off shots and I was doing a lot less walking around and actual like walking and vlogging, which is if anybody out there who has vlogged, you'll know walking and vlogging at the same time is very, you get a lot of shake when you use a DSLR. When you use a small little point and shoot or a phone, not nearly as big of a deal. When you're right. using a big, heavy DSLR, especially with, with a Gorillapod or a tripod, like a handheld tripod on it or something, you get a ton of camera shake. And mm-hmm. I called you after I shot that video, and I called you after I shot that video, and I was, how would you put it? Frustrated. Frustrated? Yeah, that's a light way of, Fru- that's a fr- light way of putting it. Um, um, Reality hit you hard, and it may be reality re- hit you yeah, hard. Yeah, and one. this EFS lens is like a two or three hundred dollar lens. It is not expensive. Right. I, I know for a lot of people, two or three hundred relatively right. Two or three hundred dollars is not cheap. Just to be clear, uh, right. and when we're talking about lenses, especially professional lenses, it is a very cheap lens. Mm-hmm. And so I just I, I I got in the habit of using this lens, and and so um. It brings me back around to this latest video. I shot everything on my 35-1.8 and my 24-105 F4. And it just made me realize the gear, although it matters, it is so much more... It is so much more about creativity. And once I got past the rustiness that I was dealing with in that Red Rock video... um, it, it goes back to what you were saying. It allowed me to focus on not only the story, but the creative side of it. When you know a camera so well that you don't have to think about, okay, I got to turn the stabilizer off when it's locked off. Okay, I got to do this. Okay, I got to right. do that. All of the little things that you have to do to make something look really nice. Um, it allows you to focus on the creative side of things, which is something I haven't had to do in a long time because over the last year, all I've done is put this camera on a tripod and talk to it. And so what you just said brings up a really good point, actually, though. Um, the, the, the ability to be creative is also rooted in the confidence of the equipment or your confidence in the equipment. Yeah. And or your I knowledge feel like, of the equipment, rather. Well, your knowledge, yeah. And by uh, your, your knowledge of the equipment thereby gives you confidence in the equipment and not so much about how to get around maybe the negative nuances of the equipment, but knowing that it's going to do the job you need it to do. Right. I know, I know that if I go out with my 17 to 40 on this R right here and I shoot in 1080, I know I have no problems. I know mm-hmm. that. It's got a stabilizer in the lens. I've got the digital stabilization in the camera. It's fine. It's why I don't do 4K, though, because I know the equipment. And I right. know that if I'm walking around, whether anybody else notices it, which how could you not? But if nobody, even if nobody else notices it, that rolling shutter kills the shot for me. Kills it. Yeah. It's useless at that point for me. Well, but again, it comes back to knowing I can put, I can take this gear out with me. I can take it out with me. And I know the shot that I'm taking, I already know what it looks like on camera. Mm-hmm. And it's because I know the gear. I know what it's doing. Well, uh, again, I don't want to go, we're going super deep into gear. and you can and, cut stuff out camera, if you need to. Yeah, I, I don't want to go heavy, heavy, heavy into this. Um, my, my overall point was 
the reason I'm going to Florida is to serve the purpose of this channel. And serving the purpose of this channel, it, it really, this channel is my main focus in my life. And it has been for a long be. time. It has you been for a, a lot long of time. And time. Into it. It I have. Be. And it took me two years to hit 100 subs. And it is because I have gotten into this perfectionist mindset. And I've tried to get away from that the last several videos that I've been doing. And um, it has done a lot to help me just get stuff out. And I learned this during Vlogtober of last year where stuff doesn't have to be perfect in order for people to respond to it. Nope. In my head, I, I heard Gary V say this thing one time and it is stuck in my head for a long time. Um, Gary V is like an inspirational business guy. He, he talks a lot about creativity and stuff. Um, after mixed feelings about Gary V. Yeah. He, he, regardless, but he had this thing that stuck in my head. F perfection. F it because all it is, is a veil for not doing. And the more perfect you try to make something, the less you're going to get out. And it is not up to you to try to judge the quality of what you are making. Although you should be trying to make it as high quality as possible. Mm -hmm. It is up to the world to judge the quality of the thing that you're making. And the less that you're judging yourself on your own quality, the more quantity you're going to put out. And the more quantity you put out, the more reach you get. And I can attest to this because of Vlogtober. My channel was at 73 subs when I started Vlogtober of last year. Vlogtober is what kickstarted my channel. It's and March. I, I know. And this is this is what this is what I wanted this episode to be about because you and yeah. I have both gone through some pretty massive changes on our channel over the last month specifically. Right. Vlogtober kickstarted my channel in a very real way. And it is because I was making stuff and not judging what I was making. And I was just right. trying to get stuff out. Right. Yep. And so the more stuff I put out, the algorithm started to pay attention to me more. The more chances videos have of doing better. I had one video do really well, which was the Friday the 13th box set video that snowballed into another video that I made, which was, is it time to make to switch to 4k, which snowballed into me talking about dear Blu-ray collectors, which is also done very well. And it just snowballs and this is what I want to talk about for your channel. We'll go into your channel first here because with your name change, the reason your name has changed and you've been putting a lot more effort into your channel recently, which I'm super True. proud of you for because Thank you. this is something that I've been trying to get you to focus on over your work. And, and I know work is what pays the bills and all of that stuff, but YouTube's I, my passion. YouTube though. is the passion for both of and us. And movies. Yeah. And so I do I just want to do a plug. I just want to do a plug. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I do want to do a plug that I'm very that, that I'm very excited about. I do get to go out to LA for the second time and shoot another movie out in LA next right. month. Right. And that is your passion as well. About. YouTube yeah. and cinema is your passion. And right. I have been telling you this is the reason I don't work with cameras full time. The more you spend on other people's things, the less time you have to spend on your own thing. And mm -hmm. this is why I've been pushing you for so long to like, dude, make more YouTube videos, make more YouTube videos. And it is a testament. What's it called? No escape room. Is that the video? <laughs> 
Is that the video? <laughs> that god, that godforsaken video, so, man. Yes, that's what it's okay, called. Okay, so you put out a, re- a movie review of this video of this movie called No Escape Room with zero intention, by the way, zero intention. <laughs> Well, but that's that's what it is. That Friday the 13th right. video that really kickstarted everything for me. I made that in 20 minutes. And it was yeah. something that I thought three people were going to watch. It ended up getting me massive organic growth, which is exactly not massive, but it ended up doing very well for me, which is exactly relatively speaking I would call it massive. Right. But it's exactly what No Escape Room has done for you, right? Not, not to the extent that it has for you. However, I think that's got more to do with the content than anything. Yeah, um, I, I think, think so. it's got to do with the fact that uh, like uh, like your uh, the video that blew up for you was uh, Magic Town, and Which, that's because yeah, it, we'll it, get into it, that it, here in a few minutes. Right, but, yeah. but that, that it, so that's a massive appeal. But yeah, relatively speaking, No Escape Room is the video it is my best or my most viewed video as far as movie reviews go. Um, thanks to your channel, my Magic Town video is actually doing better than No Escape Room, but which has actually been a, a, a conscious effort since I started doing YouTube. Because you started doing YouTube, and it wasn't so much a matter of copying what you were doing by any means. It wasn't even copying what you were doing at all, actually. But it was more seeing the fun you were having doing YouTube. Right. And I went, well... I want to work with cameras. I love cameras. I want to do cameras. Let's do YouTube. And I started doing it on a Samsung Galaxy. That's what, 8, I, was, that's I, what I was going to say. Yeah, I rem- I have this really vivid memory of explaining <laughs> the triangle of photography to you on a bus on the ba- on the way back from Seven Falls. The, it is right. this very vivid memory right. in my mind of like explaining to you how a camera works because you had just downloaded this manual camera app onto Filmic your Samsung Pro. phone, right? And I was explaining to you how to use it and how to basically expose something correctly. And right. that's where it all started. And that's your yep. your first couple right. videos, your first couple videos are just you sitting in a room unboxing like Disney movies yep. or something going right? over yeah that, that, that's exactly what it was it was well it was a combination of that and then um uh going out and doing like the ghost town thing right um, right which which, which did towards, very well for you at the beginning yeah exactly and so it but but it was always one of those things where it didn't feel like, like i feel like at the beginning i wasn't really sure what i wanted to do right but um well it goes back or, to or, not copying you saw me doing i at that point i was doing I think daily vlogs with my with my yep. big 7D Mark II, yep. which had no flip screen and <laughs> was heavy as crap. And you had saw me doing that. And like you said, you saw me having fun posting to YouTube, even though no one was watching anything that I was posting. It was all about you. Had, like, I saw the fun you were having. Right. I saw how much you enjoyed just making content. And I'm sitting here going like, well, I love movies. I want to make movies. I didn't have the money for a camera. Nope. I didn't have the money at the time for the camera. I was working in restaurants. I was making jack because of the because of the restaurants I was working. Believe me, there's money in restaurants. If you're young and you want to go make some quick, easy money, go work in a restaurant. Especially if you want to do this YouTube thing. Well, that's but a testament digress. Though, that you started with a phone. Yep. And you worked your way with not only photography but also video from a phone to a crappy Nikon that you bought used. 
You use that to make some right, a little. So you use that to make a little bit of money taking pictures of snowboarders and stuff like that. I made you my used, first documentary on that phone. Right, and you used that or camera. You used that camera to make a little bit of money, which you in turn used to buy the M50. You sold the Nikon. You used the M50 for a little bit. You used that to make money. You used it. You got enough money from using the M50 to finally upgrade to an EOS R, which is what right. you're using using now to make money professionally with with that camera right. and i think it's i think that's super dope first of all i think well, i appreciate the fact that, that you man. have been able to go from a samsung phone to a multiple thousand dollar camera step by step and and regardless of youtube numbers or views or any of that stuff you it's a testament of taking something that you're passionate about and stepping it up slowly, you don't have to have the best gear. You don't have to have no. the top tier stuff that Peter McKinnon and Casey Neistat are using to make stuff that people are going to watch. Yeah, well, and a lot of it is, I've always been a firm believer that if you want something bad enough, you'll figure it out. Yeah, 100%. Um, it might not succeed. It might not succeed. We can look at the music right. uh, ventures that we had. Right. Uh, there's a prime example right there. But we wanted it bad enough, and I don't regret any of that. No, I don't regret spending the time doing that. I don't regret any of that, and it was because it was something I wanted bad enough at the time, and due to... Um, it's also helped I'll us just, a lot uh, in video production, too. A lot. ton. Yeah. A ton. I just did. A, I, I just shot a house the other day where we had one lav mic, and due to my experience in audio production and learning that stuff together and having someone else to bounce all those ideas off of and see what works, what doesn't work, I was able to actually use one lav mic and make the secondary person sound presentable. Now, it's for a real estate video, so, I mean, you know, you can get away with a little bit more. There's a little bit more room for error, but had I not had that experience, I would have just been sitting here at my desk just getting pissed. Yeah. So well, it's, but again, it, it goes back to that whole thing goes back to, I'm a firm believer that if you want something bad enough, you will figure out how to make it happen. And that doesn't mean figuring out how to get money. It doesn't mean figuring out how to go get this specific thing, but it's, if you want something bad enough, you will figure out how to get the ball rolling. Well, and it doesn't have to be the most professional thing ever. Like, no. Nope. And this goes back back around to Magic Town. I made that video with an with a Canon 80D. Um, I think I've got it sitting here, right here. Yep. Actually, I made that video with this, and it's sidestep. Uh, the first video, other than the when I made all of my daily vlog stuff private and made a kind of a, an announcement video of like I'm changing this channel up, which is the very first video under Mike the Finder. But the next video after that was Magic Town. And from day one, Magic Town saw that video. I think the day I posted it, they contacted me. They asked me to post it to their Facebook page. I remember it that. Got multiple th it got several thousand views within one day um, on their Facebook page. It drove that channel at the very beginning um, to like 50 subs or something for me. Uh, I think it was more like maybe 30 or 40 um, because nobody was watching the daily videos that I was posting. And right. I made all that stuff private. I refocused. I made Magic Town. And now two years later, two, again, two years later, 
That video has almost 100,000 views within a month. Within a month, two years later, it has gotten almost 100,000 views. Now, What have you been saying since we started? All it takes is one. That's what I, that is something I have been, you and I have talked about that so much since starting this whole YouTube thing. All it takes is one video. Now this goes back around to what Gary Vee says a lot. All it takes is one piece of content to change your life. Now, this has not changed my life, although you could argue maybe it has, but it's create. It started to change. It has started. Right. I, I, I don't I think, think that's you can a good even argue that. No. I don't think you can even argue that it started a change. Um, if not externally, then um, I mean, from my uh, observance, uh, internally, it started a major change in you. Um, it gave you this like it, it, this fire that was like okay. That's it. Yep. That's what I needed. And that's the thing is it, it re- I, I think it says a lot though for your expectation of your content and expectation of where you want to be. It's not like it was like, oh, well, I finally got 700 subscribers in a month and now I have motivation. The motivation was already there. The spark had already been lit years and years ago. Mm-hmm. And that allowed you to keep going until you got something that most of us really want. Well, and let's be clear. I'm not. I haven't hit a hundred thousand subs or something crazy like that. No, but you should appreciate it as if you had. One K, in in my opinion, um, other than the first one hundred, because the first one hundred subs easily the hardest. Like I said Absolutely. earlier, I would it agree took me that. almost two years to get to one hundred subs on this channel. Um, back when I made my Friday the Thirteenth video, um, I had made an announcement in that video, like. We hit 200 subs, which is insane. My whole goal for 2020 was I want to hit 100 subs. Mm-hmm. I, I made that goal. I made that goal happen. At the risk of jinxing myself here Nine a little times. bit. Yeah. At the risk of jinxing myself here, my goal for 2021 has been 1,000 subs. I have not hit that quite yet. Dude, I'm, you're like 80 away. I, you're gonna hit yeah. that. So give yourself some credit. Give yourself a little positivity. I know cynicism is kind of our thing, yeah. but <laughs> having a little bit of positivity and going, I can do that. Like yeah. there's no, there's I, no harm in that. I get frustrated when I see, I, I called you one day and I said, I just watched this, this girl who got a hundred thousand subs in one year. And one of the things that she had said was, If your stuff's not working, maybe YouTube isn't for you. And I think that is the worst possible piece of advice you could give anybody starting YouTube because your first 50 to 100 videos are going to suck. And my first 50 or 60 videos have all been privated. They sucked. They Mm -hmm. sucked. Not only technically... My conf- but my confidence on camera, um, my lighting, my, my understanding of what people would click into, thumbnails, all of it. All of it was terrible. I had to go through that in order to get to a point of where anyone would click into anything I made. And go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to give an opposite opinion on that, actually. Okay. Um, I keep all of mine up because I am... I don't know if I don't know if this word has to be censored in this day and age. I am damn proud of where I was and where I'm at. 
Yeah, that's And I'm fair. looking forward to going further. And this is why I keep all of my videos up. Well, because I'm proud. There's a lot of bigger reasons. There's a lot bigger reason of why some of those videos are privated. There was a lot of cursing. Um, mm. There was drinking. There, there was a lot of, there was a lot of stuff in those videos that when I quote rebranded, I did not want out there. Right. That's fair. So that's fair. There was a lot of, there was a lot more reasons other than just those videos sucked that they went private, uh, which have all been deleted off YouTube. I have all of the original copies, but they're all deleted off of YouTube. They're not just private. They're gone. Um, but there's a lot more reasons other than that. But my, my point here is do not give up. You never know when something is going to work. That Magic Town video has not only helped me, it has also helped you. And this has mm -hmm. been by design since you mm -hmm. started a YouTube channel. I have been, what have I been saying for two years? We do enough stuff together on YouTube that when one of us gets something to work, eventually the other is going to start reaping benefits off of that as well. Mm -hmm. I've been saying that since the beginning. And more than anything, this whole Magic Town thing has. It's proof of concept from what I've been saying from the beginning. All it right. takes is one, and we do enough stuff together that we are going to reap benefits from each other. Right. It's part of the reason we do this podcast. It's part of the reasons we make videos together all the time. It's the reason we do things the way that we do them. And I don't want this to just turn into a patting ourselves on the back here but no, but no, it's but just I, a proof of concept and i and i and i think i'm just super excited that it's finally proving that all of these theories that i have had for two years are correct well i think you can extrapolate it more into something people can relate to a little bit more because ours the, 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 this works out because for god i don't even know how long at this point um the you, you let me rephrase that my my point is it says a lot about connecting with people. Even if it's not somebody you've known for 20 plus years, even if it's somebody that you haven't, that you're not best friends with and that you've had multiple ventures with, it says a lot about working with other people in yeah. general. Just in general. And, and, and I'm a big believer in the whole commenting on other people's channels, giving other people attention. There is another, this is something I say a lot about the real estate and wedding industries. So many people in the real estate and wedding industries are competitive from a videography, from a creative standpoint. They're very competitive. They're very like, we're going to keep this close to the cuff. There is enough work out there for everyone to share it. And once you start sharing and you stop competing, you start reaping. It's about being part of the community. It's not yes. about trying yes. to... It's, you're not competing against other people. No and, man is an island. And as much... I spend a lot of time by myself. You know that I prefer to work by myself rather than collaborate with other people other than you and, and a few other people that we've worked with in the past. Um, right. I just prefer it that way. But you're not competing with other people. There are... Right. The number of people that watch YouTube videos... You, you can't you can't even you can't even Billions. fathom how many Billions. people are on YouTube at one time at mm -hmm. any given time and so there is enough people and not not everybody just subscribes to one channel you know what I mean so no you're not competing 
you're not competing against anyone and right. becoming part of the community and leaving comments on other videos. And there, there's, there's somebody I watch. Her name is Sunday and she found me through Vlogtober. She has 600 something subs. Um, she was one of the first people Sunday, big shout out to you. I think she's like 19. I think she lives in California. I could be wrong. I could be wrong about where she lives, but I haven't watched all of her stuff, but mm -hmm. she was one of the first people that reached out to me like, Hey, I really like what you're doing. And, and she was like within the first 100 subs. And she gave me a lot of confidence that she was, she had many more subscribers than I did. And she was telling me like, she called me her favorite YouTuber at one point, which was super dope. I don't know how, awesome. I don't know, you know, I, I, regardless of how meaningful that was to her, that meant a lot to me. And always when, assume it's genuine. And, and this goes back to community, man. Had she not reached out, I would not have subscribed to her back. We would not have become like, quote, friends on YouTube. We don't really talk or anything like that, but we support each other back and forth. And that is what YouTube is all about. It is not mm -hmm. about competing against other right. people. And right. I'm just, dude, I'm so happy with how everything has shook out the last month because not only for me, your channel is growing as well. This no escape room video has started a ball. And again, going back to starting a fire, this has lit a fire under you of like yeah. more content. You're making more stuff now than you've made in a long time. And it only takes one. It only takes yeah. one. Well, and, and, and that's the thing is I think once you see that it really kind of gets the ball and not the ball rolling, it really gives you a lot of momentum because it shows that, okay, even if the next video, like the video I did after that was about training day, which was in retrospect, a poor choice on my end. The whole reason no escape room worked was because it was a newer movie. It was one people were interested in. Um, and it had nothing to do with the trending list. That was actually why, um, which I think is actually something I want to discuss. The whole reason <clears throat> I did training day was because it was a movie. I saw a movie that's good. Training day is Go watch that. Yeah. But anyway, um, it, it was on the trending list. And I thought, okay, well, let's go with the trending thing. Like, maybe that's what's working. That's not what's working. And what it showed me was I did no escape room because it looked interesting and turned out not to be. And training day didn't work for a slew of different reasons, but the not the least of which is a fact that I thought it was on the trending list or because I thought that that would matter and it didn't matter. But I still like my review on training day, regardless of the views, regardless of anything. I still am glad I did that video because... I enjoyed doing the video. Yep. And that's all it was about. That's all it was about. Like, I went into it. Don't get me wrong. The reason I watched it and reviewed it was because I wanted to keep the ball rolling on more subscribers, on more viewers. But even when that didn't work, even when that didn't matter, I still had fun doing the video. And I still liked the video that I did for it. And this... This is something that I see over and over and over again on all of these YouTube guru people. Whenever they make whenever they make these videos of like this is how to grow your channel. Dude, as easy as it is to get sucked into the analytics and the numbers and watch time and click through rate and and this that and the other. You have to find your love in the process of making the thing, not just 
the end result of what it's yep. going to do for your channel. Because if all Absolutely. you're focused on your training day video is a great example. If all you're focused on is the numbers that that video is going to do for you, you're going to be disappointed a lot of the time. The reason no escape room worked is it was just right place, right time, good yep. title, good thumbnail. Yep. That's all it is. And the algorithm saw your video, saw that people were searching for it. Other people wanted validation of how they felt about that video or that movie. And they wanted to seek out like, am I, am I really, I, I can't be the only one that thought that way. Right. Right. Right place, right time happened to be on trending. You saw it, you made a video within a day or two, you put it up and it just works. And you can't, every video can't be, I want this video to get me a hundred subs. It can't no. be like that. No. Sometimes it's you just come have, out of the content too. If 100%, some videos have the use of like, like my dear Blu-ray collectors. That was a great example of, I made that to get people to click on it. The right. whole reason I made that was to get people to click on it. The Red Rock open space vlog that I did, I made that for me. That one was for me. Mm -hmm. And you can't just make one piece of content over and over and over again to try to grow your channel. You have to be enjoying the process too. And Magic yeah. Town reignited and reminded me of like why I got into this YouTube thing at all. It was right. to share experiences that I wanted to have with other people. And well, and I, 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 I would say that uh, that that's where a lot of people get lost is monetization. Um, yeah. Well, a lot of people, that's what they want to do. They want, I mean, none of us want a real job. And I don't mean that in a snarky, cynical way at all. I mean that in a genuine way. None of us want to slave away for somebody else's efforts for the rest of our lives. Yep. It's the same reason why people get into music, into acting, into YouTube. They want to go do something they're going to be passionate about and they want to make money doing it. Yep. Um, but there is a long haul and grind before you get to do that. And you really get yep. to see, is it for me? Is it? And I don't mean YouTube because telling people if it's not working, this isn't for you is the worst advice you could possibly give somebody. Absolutely. But, but if you enjoy, but find the thing that you enjoy grinding at. And then just keep grinding at it. It goes back right. to the old adage, find what you love and the money will come. It's, it's a limited, yeah. I mean, there's limitations to that, but the general essence of that statement is very true. Well, and the other part of YouTube is just exploring the thing that you like. Um, yeah. The reason yeah. I was making only movie content the last like six months or whatever it's been is because I enjoy movies. I like talking about movies. If I didn't, this podcast wouldn't be where it's at. You know what I mean? So right. like I enjoy talking about movies, but that was me throwing stuff at the wall to see what would stick. The Rambo right. video was the first movie review I ever did and it worked. And what it showed me was every single thing I post on this channel doesn't have to be me going to a crazy weird roadside attraction or a museum or whatever. I can do whatever I want with this channel and I don't have to be in a specific box and only make one thing. Right. Like I said, some videos are utilitarian. They're, they're there to try to help grow your channel. Mm -hmm. Most are not like that. You got to also enjoy the process and finding what you like to do. But 
With that being said, the reason nobody watched my daily vlog stuff is because it was me, 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 me. And you have to provide some sort of value in order to get people to care about your stuff. That Magic Town video works because A, it's timeless. It's not wrapped up in like a, you could watch that 10 years from now and the resolution is going to be terrible, but you can watch that 10 years from now and it is going to be as impressive that Michael Garman put all of that together as it is now, as it was two years ago. And, and the interview will still be impressive. Exactly. And it'll still mean something. Exactly. And that when everything aligns that way, when you find what you like, when you're also creating value for other people and you're good at working the system, that's the other humongous part of this. You're good at working the system with thumbnails and titles and all that stuff. And you get that proof of concept, even if it's two years later, it's so important to do it because you love it, not because you think it's going to succeed. And and man, I, I just, all I wanted to get across in this podcast here is, you know, we started this out about like, we're going to move. I'm talking about moving to Florida and like this, that, and the other, like there's a direct correlation there. All of it, all of it feeds into each other, man. And two years ago I was trying to move to Florida because I knew that proof of concept would work eventually. And just because it has taken this long, had I given up and wasn't still posting to YouTube and that video blew up, guess what? I'd be nowhere. I'd have a couple hundred subs, but it wouldn't matter because I wouldn't even know because I gave up. That's the thing that always blows my mind. And I try to keep that in mind when I, when I pursue anything is the, how am I going to feel about the decision I'm making now in five to 10 years? Right. How am I going to feel about it? It was, again, going back to the music, it was the same thing. I constantly kept in the back of my mind, okay, even if this doesn't work out in five to ten years, I'm not going to be disappointed with the effort I put in. 100%. Yeah. And, and that's that's what I try to keep in mind because uh, as, and we don't have to get into this too much, but as somebody who did not expect to be here having this conversation right now, yeah. Um. It's this thing constantly in the back of my mind, a very real present thought of you don't know. Nope. You don't know. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what decision now is going to affect the decision later. So make the decision now that feels right and that you are convinced in years down the road, you at least won't be disappointed with the decision you made, regardless of the result of that decision. Right. I completely agree with that, man. You just, and if you don't ever try, you'll really never know. And true. And I, the last thing I want is, God forbid, I'm I'm on my deathbed at 80 and I'm thinking, what if? That is right. not something I want. And well, there's always a what if. There's always a what if. And moving to Florida is, th- this whole thing could blow up in my face six months from now. I don't know. You know what I mean? But... But I'm never gonna I don't know. Think it's going to. I don't think it will either. I think I think I'm making the right decision, especially right now yeah. with everything that has worked out over the last stuff. The world has a funny way of working out, and yep. all of this lined up where that video blew up. I'm now in front of more people that I've trying that I've been trying to get in front of on YouTube than I have ever been, and I am going to be able to make the content that those people like. Be- Excuse me, because 
I'm moving to Florida. There's, and this goes back to why I'm leaving Colorado. I made a whole video about that, by the way, I'll link that down in the description a year and a half ago. This Um, isn't news. You should know already. No, this is the, all of, all of this wraps in together, dude. You never, you never know. And the only, if I could only say one more thing about this, if you only take one takeaway from this video, Don't give up on the thing you're passionate about because you never know what is going to work, when it's going to work. And the, and the seed that you planted years ago could grow into this thing that could feed the thing you're doing now. So I wanted to be playing EDC by now. Right. And had we been doing that, the COVID came along. Thank God we're our jobs uh, I feel I feel bad for all the DJs and and stuff like that out there that yep. are struggling right now for sure. But thank God, our entire livelihood doesn't isn't wrapped up in being in front of three four hundred people every single night. You know what I mean? True. So, yep. it, like I said, the world has a funny way of working things out, and you just never know how it's going to work out and when it's going to work out. And if you don't try, you'll really never know. So. That's that's really all I wanted to say in this podcast. It's been oh wow, it's been over an hour now. So I can't even believe that. That's crazy. It always is. <laughs> I, yeah, that's crazy. I did not expect to talk about this for an hour. I know that this is super off base of what our last several podcasts have been. This is not off base of what the first several the first several podcasts were. This is what no, we were sort of talking sh- about before, but. I feel like it humanizes everything, though, and I think it that's does. really important. Yeah. Because I feel like it, everybody gets so lost up in the show and the presentation. And there, there really, I mean, there has to be so much of what you do and put out there as far as, like, content is so rooted in a personality. Even if you are putting out, even if you are putting something out there uh, that might be a bit of, um, um, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? It might be a little left of how you normally are. Even if there's a persona you're putting out that their persona is usually rooted in some truth and humanization. And I really feel like it's really, really important. We don't get to see stuff like this very often where it's just people sitting down and being like, there's no, there's no gimmick here. There's no, I'm not sitting here over energetic. You're not sitting here acting like this is just us. And I think that's so important to see because it's real. And I feel like in a day and age where so few things are just honest and real and unfiltered, I really feel like that's really important because you really do get to see that it's not like, oh, well, I've got this going on or I've got this going on. Like, no, dude, it took work. It took work. Yep. It's continuing to take work. And that's that's that that leads in sorry to cut you off, but that leads no, into what ahead. else I want to say here. We have a long way to go before well, I get to a point where I want to be with this channel. A long way to go. Right. Years and years more worth of work to get to a point that I want to be. And I don't but want you're this, gonna enjoy it. I don't want this podcast to come across as like I said earlier, is just patting myself on the back or patting ourselves on the back or being like content with where we're at or whatever, because that's, that's not what this is. Right. I wanted to do this podcast because dude, no one watched anything for so long. And I'm still at a point, even with almost having a thousand subs. Now I have a long way to go, but no one watched anything for so long. And 
had I let that get to me and wasn't enjoying the process, this goes back around to you seeing me having fun daily vlogging, which led you into doing a thing, which is now growing. Had I let that get to me, we wouldn't be sitting here having this conversation right now. And I know I personally enjoy hearing, I recently was watching a Maddie and Pete show, Peter McKinnon and Maddie... Hapoja, I don't know how to say his name. Forgive me for that. Hapoja. 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 I recently listened to a podcast of theirs where they were talking about, can you imagine three years ago, had you told us we were going to have over a million subs? Like, can you imagine that? Like, we would have told you you were insane. And it's so good to hear people that are massively successful on YouTube say that. We are not massively successful on YouTube, but... It's super important yet. It's super important to remember that just because nobody's watching your stuff does not mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. And if you're enjoying what you're doing, that is what is important. So just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. So I think that's probably a good place to call it. Um, we could continue this conversation for another 45 minutes probably, but I don't know how interesting this is to our regular listeners, but like you said, this is re- this is real, and mm-hmm. this is the type of thing originally that we created this podcast for was to talk about anything we wanted, not just movies. And in the future, we will be doing more in-depth movie reviews like we've been doing in the past, but this episode was really more about the changes that Brett and I have been going through, not only with Brett's name, but with his channel finally starting to get some traction, it lighting a fire underneath you to like... Let's get this going. And and with me having that video massively blow up and I've gained, I, I wanted to look this up earlier, which is why I was looking at my phone. In the last 28 days, 668 subscribers. That, had uh, you told me that back in October, I would have called you a liar. I would have you called know, you a liar. Yeah. Well, it, it, I, I do, I do want to say something though that is less... Um, about us and that none of it matters without the subscribers. Mm-hmm. And this is why every time I see that number go from 120 to 121 to 122 to 123 to 124, every single subscription means a lot. Yeah. It really 100%. does. 100%. And, and I want that to be I want that to be very very clear to everybody is that this is not a I got the subscriber because I did it. I got the subscriber because somebody cared enough about what I was doing to subscribe. Yeah, it's it, that's the other thing is expecting and and thinking you're entitled to that is one of the biggest things that I see new YouTubers doing. And I don't consider myself a new YouTuber. I have another channel that's got several thousand subs on it. I've been doing this for a long time. Sleep Scenery HD. You can find that linked on my main channel. Um, Up in the top right corner, I think, you can find the link to my other channel. Um, I have been doing this for a long time. The video game thing that I did, that was back in 2017. I have a lot of failed channels that I have gone through to get to this point. And again, I realize I know I have a long way to go and all that stuff, but that's my point is don't give up if you're passionate about something because you never know. That's, that's all I can say. So you got anything else to add? 
No, no, honestly, like, that was the biggest thing I really wanted to put in there is just because we're sitting here talking about what we've done and we're talking about, like, where we're going and we're talking about, like, what we're doing. None of it matters, though, if you guys don't subscribe. If and you watch guys are, and comment you, and not, all that not, stuff. Not even, like, if you don't subscribe, like, we need you to subscribe. That's not what I mean. But if you guys don't care and you guys aren't invested... It doesn't matter. It really mm-hmm. doesn't matter. I mean, and, that, and that's the cold hard truth. It doesn't matter how much we enjoy it. If nobody cares, if nobody pays attention, it doesn't matter. And when you subscribe, it means you cared enough to subscribe and see more. And I don't know about you, but like that, without getting sappy and cheesy, like it genuinely means the world to me mm-hmm. every time one person clicks that subscribe button. I've been it saying really this does. I've been saying this for a long time. As far as I'm concerned, me talking into this camera is basically screaming into the void. And the fact that anyone cares enough to watch it blows my mind. Yeah, and 100%. And I do this for me. Let's let's not get it twisted. I do this for me. I would be doing this if I had 3 subs, 100 su- it doesn't matter. Yes. I do this for me. But the fact that anyone else watches it and the people and that people care especially enough to sub and comment and like and all of that stuff is so rad. And it means so much to me that people care about the stuff that we're making it. I, I will be forever indebted to anybody that is an active subscriber for real because you guys have no idea. Brett and I, Brett and I have been through a lot. And in our past, we have a lot of mistakes and a lot of things that we have done as far as I won't even go into it. <laughs> no, but, yeah, but, but yes, the fact that you right. and I are sitting here having this conversation at all is awesome. And the fact that one person will watch or listen to this is everything. And it's just so rad, man. And we don't say that enough. And so that's what this whole episode was. Just like, thank you. Thank you guys. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah. I, I, and I really think that that's at the root of everything we're talking about is the reason it keeps going is because of you, because of viewers, yeah. <laughs> because of viewers like you. We had somebody <laughs> leave a comment on the, on the star Wars video that said, this is amazing content. I watched every single second of it. And that's one of the first times. I, 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 don't, I don't know if you can say that. It literally is like giving me. That is one right of now. the first times we've got real, genuine like support on one of these podcast videos of like you guys are doing good stuff. Please keep making more, and it just means it means everything. So okay, we're going we'll, to. You can't make us. Yeah, not. <laughs> we, we won't keep patting ourselves on the back here because that's we're over an hour of doing that. And fair enough. And, fair and, enough. and I don't want to keep going into this because, like I said, we could keep 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 going into this, but. We'll stop it here for today. So if you like this, make sure you hit that like button. And if you're only listening to this, make sure you subscribe on Spotify or iTunes or wherever you're listening to this. If you really super liked it and you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you hit the subscribe button because we are going to keep making content like this and you can't stop us. And not that we'd want you to want to stop us, but it's just something we do for ourselves. This is... From the beginning of this podcast, we have been saying this is mostly just a fun hangout. You and I do not get a chance to sit down 
and just hang out a lot anymore. And that is what this podcast is. More than talking about movies, more than talking about YouTube or creativity or cinema or whatever. This is just a fun hangout that you and I do together. And especially, especially since I'm going to be moving to Florida, our hangout time is going to be basically non-existent unless one of us comes back and forth. So this, this is my break today. Th- yeah, this podcast is going to continue <laughs> for a break. good long while and thank you guys. So that that's it. That's that's all I that's all I wanted to say. So thank you guys if you got all the way to the end of this. Thank you guys so much and we will see you next time on From the Deep. Ta ta. See ya. Mm-hmm.